everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is May 31st, today is episode 47. My name is Dan Curry. We're getting pretty close to that 52. Mmm, very close. One one year. I'm joined in uh, this beautiful apartment by Clinton Brower. How are you, Clinton? I'm well, but there are five people missing from our podcast today. Who's you that? didn't even notice, I don't think. Five people? Yeah, look behind you. <gasps> oh my gosh, the fish are gone. <laughs> they are. Where are the fish? They're off to their summer home. They're with your parents? Yeah, there's a pond at my parents' house, so they're out in the pond for the summer. Oh, oh I very thought you, cool. I thought you were going to tell us they like went to the farm. Or... Well, they did go to the farm, but like, a for real, real. Farm. <laughs> a real farm. Yeah, like an actual farm. <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah, you didn't. I came in. It's pretty warm <laughs> here today, so I kind of came in and was like, oh. Like, I didn't really think about anything. Uh, but yeah, bye, fish. So they'll join you in your new place? Uh, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. The uh, they're getting a little big for my fish tank, so gotcha. I think they either might go in the stock tank for this winter now, or or you're gonna get a wall, a big fish tank size of a wall. I mean, I have a huge fish tank, <laughs> but I still don't think that's big enough for them because it's oh, it's five goldfish, and they're two of them are about six, seven inches, yeah. and one of them is about five inches, and the other two are about three inches. So they're way too big for the fish tank they've been in, and I've yeah. been changing the water out like weekly so that they don't die. So they're, I'm sure, much happier where they're at now. Well, good. Did you know that fish can get suntans? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know if they can get suntans, actually. I know they can get sunburnt, though, which oh, okay. makes sense. Yeah, anything, anything can get sunburnt. Yeah. But I'm guessing that they... Carrots would, can get sunburnt. I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing that they uh, add more pigment to their, to their yeah. selves. But I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that was just something I was looking up. I was like... No, they're going to be outside. I wonder if like white goldfish are more susceptible to the sun than gold goldfish. That's orange a good question. Fish. And they are. They'll get sunburnt. Well, if you learn nothing, you don't listen to our podcast. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, Neil, how are you over there in New York? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Got a, a busy weekend of travel and a wedding uh, yeah. coming up. Uh, yeah, lots to do. Gonna be you fun. getting married? Uh, nope, I'm, no, I'm not, horrendous. Oh. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> that would be weird if you didn't <laughs> tell us, <clears throat> especially since I was just there. <laughs> yeah, and I have this whole second group of friends filling out my wedding party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're recording a little late because I visited Neil in New York. We had a good time. We did. We got, uh, sorry. There's a lot of silence there, Neil. I was taking a drink of beer when you, when you finish your sentence. <laughs> I almost choked on it. <laughs> we had a good time. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. Uh, before we get started, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah, give us Although, that rating. Apparently, iTunes is going yeah, away. No more Apple iTunes. Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Uh, sad, sad. Google Podcasts. Sad, sad day. Stitcher. Whatever you, whatever you podcast on. Anchor. Anchor. Podbean. Podbean. Uh. Wolf, a lot of them. SoundCloud. Are we on SoundCloud? I don't, I don't, know. Think, I don't so. think so. Um, and you can email, email, if you find email us on us. SoundCloud, please let me know. <laughs> or you can email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. So Clinton, uh, while I was gone with Neil, I kind of know what he was playing because I was playing with him. Did you play anything? Uh, yeah, I went through Game Pass and I was, I, I've been wanting. So it's been like. 
it was like two weeks since I played D anD D, so I wanted a good like story driven game. So I went through Game Pass and downloaded a game called Mud Something, where you drive trucks through mud. Because you know, <laughs> you wanted a big story driven game. <laughs> <laughs> What's the story of that one? Uh, well, you're in Russia. Uh huh. You're driving old big, big trucks through mud. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> Did it scratch <laughs> that D and D itch? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, uh, but I played that. I don't even know what it's called. Mud, mud runners, mud, mm. mud something. Spin tires. It's not spin tires because that's the one I've played on my computer. But uh, it was fun. I downloaded uh, about. 15 different games trying to figure something out. Find something to do. Uh, I played a bit of City Skylines on the Xbox, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is stupid. If I'm going to play this, I'll just play it on my game or yeah. my computer. It's really bad on the Xbox. I don't have anything to compare it to, so I yeah. thought it was fine. But it's, it would be easier. Yeah, it's just, it does not control. I mean, it's just not a game for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine that it's on it. I'm not going to like, be like don't, don't play it if you don't hear yeah. Xbox. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, if you have a computer or an Xbox, get it on the computer if you want to play it, because it's way better on the computer. Uh, I played a bit of, uh, uh, I was playing it yesterday. Oh, Outer, Oh, Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds, yes. Wait, is that the one that just came out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Is that, how did you play it? Did you buy it? It's on Game Pass. Oh, is it a Microsoft exclusive? Outer Wilds? I don't know, something like, I don't know, it was on Game Pass. Uh, but it is a... Outer Wilds, yes. Outer Wilds. It is a very interesting game. I was not... I just kind of went in. I like, looked at it. I was like, this looks interesting. Downloaded it. It's started, getting good um, reviews. And started stuff. playing it, and it's definitely got an interesting premise. You're like a little, I don't know, alien dude. He's got four eyeballs and all that jazz. Standard alien stuff, you know. Uh, in ways that eyes would never evolve because they'd be like weirdly redundant. and There's no use for it. Don't say that. The aliens can hear you, dude. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what it's like out there. But uh, uh, I guess that's, I mean, evolution causes all kinds of weird redundant things that are not useful. Yeah, why do spiders have so many eyes? Because they Someone's all in different directions. probed so. tonight. These eyes. <laughs> we have things we don't need. About time someone probed me. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, you play this little alien man, and you, you run around his, like, home world and talk to all the people, and you're like, ah, congratulations on going to space for your first time, and all this stuff, and, and it has, like, little things to learn all the different, uh, equipment that you have and stuff, right. and then you go out into space, and I think it lasts for about 20 minutes, I didn't time it, but it seemed about 20 minutes, uh, and then this weird, like, blue ball of energy comes and kind of absorbs you and then you start the day over and no one's like you like you go back in time and start the day over gotcha and your character remembers all the things you did before but it doesn't nothing else remembers it so anything you like translated in your translator isn't translated you'd have to translate it again gotcha so uh, it's kind of like this is groundhog uh, day effect yeah like groundhog day or like uh mask kind of thing yeah uh, but yeah, you can go out and like re figure out all the different things. I'm not sure like what the plot is, but it seems like you're trying to, uh, it seems like you're trying to, uh, discover like the precursor race gotcha. and like kind of what they were about. Uh, so I've played four 
20 minute chunks of it so like four days yeah uh just kind of flying around and figuring out like what all the different planets are and stuff and you're in a little you're in a little solar system with i think six or seven maybe eight planets uh but it's got some really cool things in it like two of the planets are they're like a twin system so there's two planets revolving around each other and they're like called the ash twins uh, and there's this gray sand that, or the hourglass twins, what they're called. So there's this gray sand that starts on one of the planets mm-hmm. and moves to the other one right. over the like 20 minutes that you have. So if you want to go explore the one, you have to go like getting your ship, go there as fast as you can, explore as much as you can while the uh, the planet's filling up with sand. So you're like running out of time. That's to pretty cool. Kind of explore it and stuff. And if then you, you die, does the day start over? Or do you yeah, die? yeah. If okay. you take enough damage that you die, you just start over gotcha. early. Uh, but yeah, there's like other astronauts, like you little alien dudes that you can go out and meet. And I don't know, I haven't played it long enough to figure out, but it seems like maybe there might be a way to like change where you restart. Because mm-hmm. in the trailer and stuff, it's in a different place than where I'm starting. Gotcha. each day so i don't know if there's like a different place or if it's just like a thing they made for the trailer interesting but yeah it's it's definitely has some interesting kind of ideas to it and the story is i mean pretty interesting it's definitely a like you discover your own story in it kind of thing there's no like here go here do this do this do this it's very much a kind of exploration and discovery kind of thing yeah that's what people have been praising it about is like it's really good exploration yeah yeah, and uh, yeah, I've been enjoying it, and like I said, I've only gone to really the... I, it was like, they're the s- central most planets, so I just like took off and was like, I'll just go to the center ones and right. explore outwards. Uh, and so those are really the only planets I've been on, other than the one you start on, which right. I spent a lot of time exploring that one in the third and fourth days that I played. Which was, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's crazy how, like, to like make those... To, like, figure out what was going on with those first initial planets, like, because I went to them the first day and landed on the one that the sand was coming off of and didn't, like, realize what was going on. Right. And then went back. I was like, oh, I'll land on that same planet, but I got there way faster because... there's a bunch of sand on it. Yeah, so I went there way faster because I didn't do any of the, like, tutorial stuff. Right. And so when I landed, I was seeing I was on the same planet. I was like, this is all different. Right. And then it started filling up with sand and about halfway through, I was like, oh, that's what was going on. This planet's getting buried while the other one's getting revealed. That's very cool. And so it was like this like nice epiphany moment that I ruined for all of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. Man. <laughs> uh, Neil, have you played anything since uh, it took off? Um, well, I played Deus Ex. Yeah, I'm yeah, really playing that. Really close to beating it. I'm liking it. Um, I started the. I'm kind of. I'm not rushing through it, but I'm only doing main story missions now. Yeah, um, it's kind of to the point where you're like, I just want to be done. But I started. I realized how. I was really thorough at the beginning of the game. Like I have a whole. I have my skill trees doing pretty well. Um, and I've also realized that because of that, I can kind of cheese my way through levels. And, like, it doesn't really even feel like cheesing because it's totally allowed. But you can go invisible, and they give you so many places to hide, and the AI yeah. is so bad at fi- fo- uh, finding you. 
if you go into a like a duct, uh, uh, an air duct, even if they know you went in there, they'll shoot at you for a bit. But if you're like around a corner, eventually they're, they're going to give up and it's going to reset, and then you can just yeah. go invisible and walk past them. <laughs> right. Like yeah. you really don't need to fight anybody if you don't want to. Yeah, that. I mean, that game is always though that those. Ugh, ugh, excuse me. Those series have always been pretty much like you know. Do you want to stealth? Do you want to combat? Do you want to hack? So. It, yeah. it can be pretty forgiving in those aspects. I'm stealthing and hacking my way through it. I'm having fun. I actually really like the hacking minigame. Um, I've enjoyed the story and the exploration in it. My, honestly, the combat is my least favorite part of it. The cover system kind of blows. He never goes where you want him to. Um, it's clanky, switching all your guns around. I don't really like the inventory. Um, See, I it, like the inventory. I agree with you on everything but the inventory. It's like an old-school grid inventory, Clinton. Where like you know you only Certain have so many grids, spots, yeah, yeah, and then you only have and then you only have your fucking thumbstick and the X button to toggle everything around and move seventeen tiny little pill bottles and software pieces. If well, yeah, some... but there's there's an auto uh, sort though, yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't want to waste a skill point on that. How about you just let me have, let me carry That's, a certain amount of weight or something like wait, that. Wait, an auto sort is a skill point to press Y and auto sort the inventory. Yeah, you need to buy it. Huh. Okay. I don't. Just I don't spend a skill that. point on it. If it bothers no, you that I much, I it's I, it's stupid. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> let me have my. I want to spend. There's cooler stuff to spend it on. Uh, I don't remember it costing a skill point, but I haven't played it in a minute. So. Well, it totally I does. bought it. Um, but yeah, that's been Maybe. fun, and I actually really enjoy this story, and I'm almost done with it. And I also, on a whim, because again, I really want to be. I want to be in a fantasy land with a sword and an RPG. All right. And as a gamer, I feel like at least one of us should play this. I bought the original Dark Souls. Uh, the, the, the remastered, re- though, yeah. The remastered version, because it was on sale. And I played, like, the first world and a little bit of the second. And I don't know if you guys know this, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched you play it a little bit. Um, do you like it, though? Or is it like frustrating? Like, how do you feel? Um, I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty used to games like this, but uh, but not exactly like this. But like, I, I think I was telling you and Courtney. Like, I looked up just like a quick thing, like ten things I wish I knew. Uh, I would have known about Dark Souls before I started, and I'm glad that I read it because one of the first ones was like, once you get to the second world, there's a very obvious path for you to follow. Like, there's an awesome-looking building with a giant raven on it and, like, a clear path going through a graveyard. Like, don't don't go that way. You can't kill any of those people for a long time. Yeah. And I had just spent, like, half an hour going, oh, man, am I, am I really bad at this game? Like, <laughs> I can't be that hard. And then once I found the right world, like, the right way to go, I was doing fine. It's still hard. You still have yeah. to be pretty perfect. But it's not one hit kill. Um, what's no, the name I, of What's the name it. of the like hub? The hub place fire or something? The bonfire? No, no, no. The like hub, the main hub world, where you just were fighting those skeletons that would kill you. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I just watched a video. Uh, ooh, I wish I could remember the name of the guy. Something architect, games architect, or something. And he talks about kind of hub worlds in games and how. Uh, the different way games do them and how they're kind of important. And I was just thinking of that. So. 
Gotcha. Yeah, I started playing. I started getting into it, and then I was like, no, no, no. I gotta beat Dave Sex. I'm so close. So I, I backed away from it. But it's on the list. It's officially on the list now. Yeah. Um, when I was with you, Neil, we played Gungeon. We played Enter the Gungeon two-player. Oh, that's pretty fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it took me a second to get used to it because I played on Xbox, and just the sticks on Xbox are a lot better than my Joy-Con sticks. But it was still fun. It, it also... It adds Sorry. a lot of visual information to the screen. I didn't think it did. Just adding another player, Neil felt I, like it would like added more, like so much more. But I was that I game's know. already like a nightmare. Yeah, that's why I felt like it was already yeah, so a nightmare. Now, I already, I already have to focus on myself person, so much. And then now add another human person shooting more. Can bullets. you shoot each other? No. no. Uh, which would which would be very hard if you could. Um, yeah, I didn't find it that distracting because I feel like there's so much already that focusing on myself wasn't too hard yeah the only time i had an issue was when we killed everybody and then we started moving together towards the next thing i would like start i would like switch focus to him and i'd be like running the wall like why why are we not to the next like oh he's in the door and i'm not (laughs) i'm running into the wall but when we were fighting it wasn't that big of a deal the only thing i didn't like about it is when you play two player the second player has to be a certain character there's like a character called the cultist that you can only play if you're the second player um, and you and, have to play the cultist. Yes, and your but your special power is that you can bring someone to life. If you die, you drop that special item, and the other player can pick it up and revive you. But like, so Neil likes to play the hunter, right? So you yeah, have to switch yes. back and forth. Uh, we didn't. I I didn't mind the cultist. Um, yeah, Neil plays the hunter, but like, so he can't be the hunter, and I can't be the pilot. Like. It's one of the four characters is what the first player gets picked. The second player always has to be the cultist. Yeah. That was weird. Like, just let us be whoever. Especially because the cultist has the item that brings someone back. It's like, makes it easier, you know? Yeah. Only once, though. Only once. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's still more than zero. But everybody <laughs> else gets to use their powers as long as they're alive. Right. Um, then we played some Smash Brothers, which was Smash Brothers. Yep. Nothing, nothing of import there. But it was fun. Yeah. Um... And we played Super Mario Party. Ooh. Go, yeah, go ahead and take. Yeah. Super Mario Party was fun, but I just the same qualms as always. Like, playing it reminded me, like, we should be able to speed up the dialogue. We should be able to pick... We, we should be able to customize all this stuff. Yeah. Like, we should, you know, be able to turn off bonus stars. We should be able to decide how many stars to win or how many... Turn, how much... Yeah, like, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And Turn off the tutorials that happen on every map at yeah, the same the, time. Yeah, every the tutorials. Time. Yeah every time and he was like so after i play these three then i open up the fourth map and then there's more right and i was like nope just four and he was like right lame <laughs> like yeah so yeah but it was still fun it's still a decent mario yeah. party but i played a game this week called laser league which seems like a really awesome we played, we played laser league did you yeah, yeah. Like the top down like where a, you push people into the league yeah, as i say it seems like a really fun like mario party mini game yeah but that yeah made yeah. into a full game yeah we liked that game we played it for a little bit yeah i Damn. played it a bit i am not any good at it but the computer kills me every time just Dan and i me. found a a combo of people that seems to work really well yeah, every time I play the, I feel like the computers on my team would they would always pick the two two of the same, and they'd always pick the thief one that could steal. That's who I always played. Right, and then the other team would have like a full smorgasbord of different characters, but my team was always just two thieves, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, because cool. it's teams of three, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember liking that game. Yeah, you push people into like the lasers, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was fun. Um, then. 
we've all played Overwatch, and Neil and I played a little Overwatch at his place. We uh, did a little round robin kind of thing. Every time he died, he passed off the controller. Took a drink. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, other than that, I started playing, you were talking about Game Pass, it reminded me, I started playing Wolfenstein 2 yesterday. Nice. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of the fir- of Wolfenstein Old Blood and New Order, and I've been waiting for Wolfenstein 2 um, to get to a price where I wanted to buy it, but it came to Game Pass, and that game is just the perfect mix of like ridiculous and serious and scary yeah. and like it's just such a good blend like the car- the bad guys are so bad and they make you hate them so much and just like the stupid like yeah we killed not like we're killing nazis man you know like all the uh stuff the first level um if you haven't played wolfenstein the new order uh there's spoilers for this if you care um but you end up getting like blown up at the end of that and that's kind of the end because you like set a nuke strike on something i can't exactly remember they give you a little rundown um so then you end up you survived and you've been like in a coma for five months and they like had to take out a bunch of your organs and things like that so your first level uh you fight your way through this submarine that nazis are taking over uh in a wheelchair (laughs) so you get a little submachine gun and you get to roll around you get to like be on conveyor belts that are moving and like shoot the nazis as you're riding it and uh it's a lot of fun it's like super like way more gruesome than the first one. I feel like the the hatchet kills are insane, but it's a it's a lot of fun. Just kind of like a dumb suit shooter. It's not like is like weird. I was talking to Neil about this. Like Doom, you kind of just run around and shoot things. This one, you have to be more strategic and take cover and things of that nature. So it's a little more slow paced when you get in the battles, or you can just run up by people if you want. Yeah. But sometimes it's the way to do it. Sometimes it's not. But I'm enjoying it so far. And then the game that Courtney and I have been playing a lot is Marvel Battle Lines, which is a mobile digital card game slash (laughs) tic-tac-toe that we've been playing a ton. And, Neil, you played it a little bit. Did it it catch your attention or no? Meh. No, not for you? No. Courtney and I cannot stop playing it. So it's like a mix of Hearthstone and, like, Connect Four. (laughs) And uh, your decks are really small. They're, like, 12 cards. And when a character dies, it goes back in your deck. Uh, you do have action cards that you can only use once. And every character, not every character, but characters have health and attack, like a magic or a hearthstone. And you place them on this board that's three by four. And if you get three in a row across or three in a row uh, or diagonally or four up and down, you do like an attack. And that's how you attack the other player. Um, so Courtney and I have been playing it like crazy. And uh, we'll talk more about it later, though. Uh, anything else before we move on to our upcoming games? Nope. Uh, nope. Um, not a lot coming on in upcoming games because we're kind of getting into that E3 time. Uh, really, the only thing is today, Friday, May 31st, Pixar comes out for Nintendo Switch, PC, PS4, and Xbox. And this is basically ARC, but it looks like Minecraft. So I don't okay. know if you guys remember seeing that at E3 last year, but it has finally come out today. So I know, don't know if it's any good or not. Uh... Maybe if it ever comes to Game Pass, I'll check it out. But I just don't understand, like, if you already have ARC, why why are you making this? I don't, I don't know. Money. More money. Right. Maybe it'll run better than ARC because of the graphics. <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, hit up the news. So there's not a lot of news. Um, once again, kind of in that calm before the storm of E3. 
this is from IGN. Microsoft is going to have more first-party games than ever at the E3 press conference, according to Phil Spencer. So he was on Twitter, and he said, Just finishing our final E3 rehearsal here with the team in Redmond. It was really good about the briefing. Lots to show. We have 14 Xbox Game Studio games in the show this year. More first-party games than we've ever had in the show. Fun times. So what those are, we don't 100% know. Um, we do know that we'll probably see Halo Infinite and Gears of, Gears of War, or Gears 5. Um, and then that could also include you know, more Sea of Thieves content, <coughs> uh, more Minecraft content. And uh, you know, there's rumors that this, we'll finally see that Fable revival this year. Oh, so. shit. I totally forgot about that. Yep, so, but 14 game like exclusives, that's huge for Xbox. They really need it right now. Um, we'll see how many are next gen and how many are going to be on the, the Xbox One. So, kind of hoping that, you know, we kind of get those dual games like Halo Infinite. It's gonna, it was built for the Xbox One, but it'll come out for whatever the next thing is, too. Kind of yeah. like how Grand Theft Auto V kind of bridged that gap. I think we'll probably see a couple games that do that. We're getting to that era. Yep, yep. We'll probably, hopefully, we'll see the new Xbox. I'm, I'm sure we'll see the, the new uh, PlayStation sometime soon. It won't be at E3 because they're not going to be there. But no, um, yeah, no. I that I think it'd be a December kind of thing, and then it'll come out next. Yeah, I don't think they'll come out till next year, yeah. but we'll see. I think uh, it'll come out next December. Yeah, but then they got to reveal them somewhat soon. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Start saving your money, folks. Uh, this is from Kotaku, which the rest of our news is today. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate now has virtual reality support. It is only for one person, and apparently it's not good. So they None are of their <laughs> zero for three on their VR games. Yeah. On their well, bringing their VR games to Zelda, Mario, and this Smash. I mean, I, <laughs> why? Because they're Nintendo. Just try stuff. If it's great. It's great. If it's yeah, not, but you know it's not going to be great. <laughs> you know it's I, not going to be great. Clinton, I'm honestly, at this point, I don't know if they know. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo doesn't listen to anybody. No, they just do what they want to do. That's very true. They make cardboard VR, and they make it for their game. They put their games on it. I mean, Nintendo Labo is cool, but it's like a cool, like coding experience kind of thing like right. build your own music instrument that reacts to kind of these external stimuli mm-hmm. and that's like a weird kind of virtual reality right where like you're I don't even know if it's a virtual reality kind of thing but you're just make, making new controllers for your switch right. <laughs> out of cardboard but uh, I, I don't know to release like a cardboard VR experience for the Switch, which is not powerful enough for VR. Right. Which doesn't have a high enough screen resolution for VR. Right. Just isn't... Just It's not there. So don't even, like... You're going to ruin VR, the first VR experience for a lot of people, for no reason other than to just say that you can do it. That is true. I want a PSVR. That's what I'm going to do. Get Get a computer and make, like, an actual VR machine. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> instead of some shitty like money, I'm just trying to especially because that like I think that Iron Man VR game is just PS4 only so. it's not that much money to make a computer that's VR ready yeah I'm probably still not going to do it but 
I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Just know but that I, do I look down on you for it. That's all right. That's okay. You're already looking down on me for lots of I'm stuff. I'm actually looking up at you right now. <laughs> kind of well, Yeah, when you hunch down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's let's move on from Nintendo's odd mistakes to something probably pretty good. Uh, Google is now requiring app makers to disclose their loot box odd odds. So they have a new Play Store policy that just basically says if you have a game that has loot boxes or random chance stuff, you have to publish. Good the odds. Yeah. Good. A lot of games do that already, but a lot also don't. So interesting. Um, I don't see what that really does. Other yeah. than to just, like, if a game has some, like, here's a purple for one in every million. Yeah. Like, it really makes that kind of obvious, but yeah. beyond that, I don't think it does anything. It doesn't curb any of that. No. I mean, yeah. It I doesn't mean, hinder any kind of people sales. People can or, fight back against the publishers if they know how terrible it is for a fact. Yeah. If they choose to. So. But one thing I can see happening is that... I don't know, if it were to go, let's say it gets actually passed into law, which I doubt it will in the U.S., but if it did, it would, maybe publishers start putting out, you know, maybe they start putting out something that is a a rare or legendary that five years ago might not have been a rare or legendary, just so they can say, like, you have a decent chance of getting these, but actually within the legendary, there's only, like, two or three that are top quality, and then there are ten that could be common, you know? Oh, so you think it'll make their, like, legendary skins less less enticing? For a greedy company, like, I could see an EA doing that. Mm -hmm. Adding their stats. We saw an EA Games store in the Detroit airport, I think. They were just selling EA Games? It, no, it was just like a sports apparel store. Like we looked in, and it just—I didn't. We didn't go in, but we looked like in the windows. We walked by. It just had like Cowboys sweatshirts and stuff like that. It just said EA Games Store. Okay. It, <laughs> or EA Sports. Sorry, EA Sports Store. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that was really weird. Uh, anyway, the judge just popped in my head. Um. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's better to have more information than less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying that, yeah, they shouldn't do this or that this is a bad idea. I just don't see it actually, like, changing anything. Right. It, and it would be interesting, like, does the policy have to, how clear do they have to be? Like, does it, can it be hidden in a menu, you know? like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that it can be. Mm-hmm. I'm sure It'll it be interesting because, uh, talking about, like, Marvel Battle Lines, when you go to buy a, a box, right, like a card, pack of cards... Right on the bottom, it says like chances, and you can click it, and it'll tell you what all the chances are. So, like, that's already in that one, but yeah. we'll talk more about that later, too. No, we won't. Yes, we will. I'm sure we will. And the last thing today um, so there was a Pokemon press, press conference, and they announced quite a few things. So, first, they announced Pokemon Home, which is a cloud based service, which every brand new Pokemon game, like Sword and Shield, Pokemon Pikachu, or Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, Pokemon Go, and the Nintendo 3DS Pokemon Bank let you share your Pokemon across all the platforms. And it's going to have a, some kind of social aspect also. Interesting. Called Pokemon Home. So Then uh, they came up with probably the most interesting thing called Pokemon uh, Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So it's a new, uh, it's a new mobile game from the people who made Magic Carp Magic Carp Jump. It's out in 2020. Oh, Magic! I remember that one. Yep. So uh, here's what uh, who wrote this one? Luke so is this the game that uh, people thought that that one game that came out in Australia was supposed to be? I don't know because there's a third mobile so game too. Another okay. Yeah. So this one he put here's the so official really description. So there's really shotgun blasting Pokemon mobile games yes. out there right now. Uh, he put here's the official description. Just so you know, this is a real thing and not me making it up. <laughs> Here it is. Soon trainers will be able to wake up with Pokemon every morning with Pokemon Sleep, a mobile app from the Pokemon Company. Pokemon Sleep aims to turn sleeping into entertainment by having a player's time spent sleeping and the time they wake up affect the gameplay. While more details about the app's functionality will be revealed at a later date, it was announced that a new device from Nintendo, the Pokemon Go Plus, will connect to Pokemon Sleep and launch with the app. The device will use an embedded accelerometer to track the user's time in s- time sleeping and send this information to their smartphone via Bluetooth. This new device also has the same function as the original Pokemon Go Plus, so that trainers can use it with Pokemon Go during the day and with Pokemon Sleep at night. Trainers can look forward to Pokemon Sleep launching for mobile devices in 2020. To celebrate this early look at Pokemon Sleep, trainers around the world will have a chance to encounter Snorlax that are lying down and deep in sleep in Pokemon Go beginning today. Which who I did catch a couple. I was been playing Pokemon Go also. Who Got are they it. selling this biometric data to? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So you know looks- this is gonna cause insomnia in like five percent of children. <laughs> no, because you have to sleep. No, if that's you aren't not sleeping, how you don't children win. work, Dan. <laughs> You don't win if you don't sleep now. I'm just curious to who they're selling this biometric data to, though. They probably are to somebody, right? <laughs> like, why, why why, would they get into this world of sleep data collection? I no idea. Oh, by the way, sorry, I misread it wrong. It's a Pokemon Go Plus Plus oh. is the new one. The Pokemon Super Plus. Yes, so it's Pokemon Go Plus spelled out and then the plus sign. Ooh, the Plus Plus. <laughs> yeah. So it's flat because it lays on your bed with you. Mm-hmm. And apparently if you sleep well, you win? I don't know what, what happens. Yeah, what if you're a really bad sleeper? Mm-hmm. This then you can take it to your help? doctor and be like, yo, Pokemon saying I can't sleep. What's up? <laughs> Pokemon I got, says I need some sleep berries or whatever. <laughs> I got Pokesomnia. I need I need some <laughs> some sleep sleep dust or whatever Butterfree. Beedrill does. Yeah. Butterfree. And the last one is called Pokemon Masters. So, new Pokemon project on smartphones begin. So, finally, Pokemon Masters is another mobile game cl- featuring collection of the series trainers and their main Pokemon, with gameplay seeming to be focused on 3v3 bat- battles. It'll be out later this year. There's just a screenshot. doesn't really say much else about it. So, they're going hard on the mobile games now. Yeah, I mean, at what point do you reach kind of saturation? I don't know. Clint. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've already Isn't reached it. Isn't that the but... question that we all ask ourselves? Yeah. When when does when does consumerism just implode? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> and we'll leave you to think about that while we take a little break. Do I not get to do my? Do I not get to do my history? Oh, what the fuck! I totally, the... I totally yeah. skipped your history, Neil. Why Usually, didn't you, yell... you guys just talk through it. And this time you just went right past it. Why didn't you yell at me when I went to upcoming games? You were so excited about it. I don't know where it goes in the show. I just say it when you call to me. <laughs> I didn't even know we were on upcoming games. I thought we were still in news or something. Well, news is last. Wait, did we do news? That's what we were doing. 
when do we do upcoming games? When then? I talked about Pixar. Oh. Yeah, there was only one game. Okay. So let's back it up. Let's back it up. <laughs> Neil, do your history. 2003, May 28th. Uh, a game I talked about a long time ago. One of the first uh, memories I have of Xbox. Brute Force. Um, was a great really? game. You got like to be, uh, you had a team of four Are you a bottle of champagne? People. You were not a bottle of... Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. Because Brute. Neil's yeah. just like, I'm done, guys. Let's take that break. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. Anyways, it was fun. Uh, and then this one's for Dan. Uh, Who are you Dan's? trying to convince? <laughs> Just, it was fun. I don't care what you say. That's the one like once one of the characters is a lizard, right? Uh, you got a lizard. You got like a cyborg. You got your typical white action bro, and then another alien. I don't remember what he was. Interesting. Um, and then on the same day, Hulk came out. Oh, the Xbox one. Uh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a good time. I know you like that one. I put that in there for you. That's um, uh. What did you do in it? You were just the Hulk, and you could pick up cars and throw them at people and charge through things. It was like Grand Theft Auto, but you were the Hulk. It's like late game crackdown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, they, they announced that that we're going to see the new Marvel uh, Avengers you game. die in the Hulk game? I'm sure you could, but I, I can't remember. Man, that's dumb. That's just I mean, stupid. You should get more and more powerful. <laughs> as you get shot. I yeah. mean, the Hulk's died before. That's stupid, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Who fucking dies, writes these things. They're all a bunch not of idiots. You. Not you. Clint. The Hulk can't die. Everyone knows that. <laughs> um, He's not Superman. They <laughs> right. It's death of Superman. He dies. Yeah. He's got kryptonite. Yeah. Um, that new game, uh, the Avengers game, got announced. It's called me called the Marvels of Marvels Adventures. The Marvelous Adventures. Marvels Adventures. So Mar- I hope you get to be the Hulk and that it's awesome like that. Yeah, and I hope he can't die, because that's stupid. <laughs> Could can somebody. Lego Hulk die in the Lego Mar- Mar- Oh, yeah, game? of course. That's stupid. <laughs> Everyone can die. None of May those people 30th, die. 2014, Mario Kart 8 is released for the Wii U. Can Mario, can Mario die? Yeah, can Mario, Mario doesn't die. That's stupid. <laughs> May 31st, 2007, Half-Life also, Kart 2. Oh, my God. Half-Life 2, is that what you're saying? Half-Life 2, episode 1. You know what happens when you take away half the life? He dies. (laughs) He might die in that game. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry we're ruining history, Neil. (laughs) You only have, what, five more episodes of this? And that's Uh, all for history. So Half-Life 2, episode 1, you said? Yes. When did the original Half-Life? That came out with Orange Box, right? I think... mm, Or did Half-Life 2, episode episode 1, come out with Orange Box? I can't remember what came out of the orange box. Episode two maybe came out of the orange box. I don't know. Half Life Two is an amazing game. It's kind of kind of. It is a pillar of the gaming community. And yeah, I never played it's it. it's kind of old to play it at episode this point. Episode two came with it. Yeah, episode two. Uh, it's kind of old to kind of play it now, but there are a lot of like really cool things in it. There's a one of the achievements in that game. There's a gnome. It's you can find really early in the game, and you have to bring him with you till the end of the game. <laughs> uh, and you put him in the rocket, and then you get an achievement. Speaking of the orange box, Portal is one of the games of gold next month. Portal is? Mm-hmm. 
uh, Portal still alive? Portal two or Portal or Portal Portal still alive? Portal two Portal. I want to play Portal two multiplayer. You guys play are the multiplayer. full of it today. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're gonna portal to the other side of the break. Welcome back to Game Goose, where I have everything and Clinton has nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite genres of video games, digital card games. I love them to death, Uh, and they're just a lot of fun for me. Also, you don't have to clean up the game when you're done, (laughs) or travel to conventions to play against people, or or look up from your friends, or talk to people or mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly um so there's a lot of these by the way i mean there's a couple of famous ones that you may have heard of if you're into this kind of thing but i looked up just if you look up the wikipedia of a list of them there's so many okay give me the top three right now the top three that people probably yep, play right now let's uh, go hearthstone okay uh magic the gathering arena okay and gwent all right probably <laughs> Although Magic Gathering Arena is in beta still. I would so you say can only play it on PC. Hearthstone. Uh-huh. Magic the Arena. Uh-huh. And Gwent. <laughs> <laughs> also Shadowverse is up there. People play Shadowverse, Shadowverse. But I don't like that one. The Pokemon Train Card game you've been playing. Yeah, I've been playing that one. That game would probably be number one if they would make it known that it was available to everybody. Um, or released or it release on phones. phones, yeah, because it's only available for tablet or PC. Yeah. So basically, the the interesting thing about digital card games to me, arena is, is that a thing? Arena is that what's called? That uh, the Dota one? No, Ar- 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 artifact. Artifact. That artifact. one is down to like ten players. Yes, it's like <laughs> less. Yeah, less than twenty people play that game. They're trying to do like a big revamp of it. <laughs> it's gonna be more than twenty people. Playing no, it. <laughs> there were twenty people at one point. I'm pretty sure they said it was down to twenty some people playing. The game. <laughs> Imagine like half your player base goes offline and you just can't play. You just can't play. <laughs> you just be running into the same people. Constantly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So the interesting thing to me about digital card games is that. It's it's odd because it's no different than like a physical. You know what I mean? Like it's not any different than a physical one. You still buy packs. Yeah. I mean, you can earn packs. Is the big thing. A lot of these are, quote unquote, free to play. Yeah. Um, like with this Marvel Battle Lines, and there's different serious like levels too. Like Hearthstone can get super serious. You need to have like certain cards because it's mostly PvP. Um, but like Marvel Battle Lines, most of the things are against the computer. So you don't need to worry about having, like, the meta deck yeah. or anything like that. I spent 99 cents on Marvel Battle Lines to get an Ant-Man card and a pack of cards and something else. Yeah. And Hearthstone I spent almost $800 on. So. That's not bad. I would have thought you spent much more. Yeah. I mean, I played it every day for two and a half years. Yeah. So. No, yeah. It's some not. people smoke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely less than you would have spent smoking. Yeah. Like, probably. way less than <laughs> you would have spent smoking. Probably. Um. But yeah, it, it's the other thing is like I love these and I love trying everyone that comes around, but only certain ones hook me. Yeah, a lot of them are. Eh. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, it. There, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, card games are. I mean, there's a reason that there are what three that are super popular, like mm-hmm. actual card games. Right. There's a reason that Magic is such a blowout success is because it is 
very well made and very well balanced and well thought out yeah. and it's super super rules heavy yeah and like to translate that into a program is very hard to do yeah because you i mean you have to have every single card translated mm-hmm. You have to all this stuff, mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I just remember another part, another point I wanted to bring up about why I like digital card games is the fact that we're talking about balance. It's much, it's not easier to balance the game, but if there is a card that's like ruining the game, in in physical card games they will just ban that card. Mm-hmm. Be, you can't use this card. Yeah. It is ruining the game. It's not allowed in tournament play. It's not allowed in. Yeah, we fucked up. It's not. It yeah. doesn't fit the game well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fit what anyone wants the game to be. So you just can't. So use it's it. gone. Where in Hearthstone they can just change what the card does. Yeah. So like instead of like instead of doing four damage or having six health, then they're like it actually only does two damage and has three health, and it can like ruin the card. Mm-hmm. But at least it's still there. Yeah. And they'll give you like refunds for it and stuff. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either though, because I mean, there's, eh, eh, I just it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, with like physical card games, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon card game, Magic, uh, they're all very much have their communities behind them and people mm-hmm. play them a lot. And uh, they have very large communities too. And I think it's interesting to kind of see some of that translate over to Hearthstone. And it brings in a lot more people because like you were saying, you don't have to go to right. a physical place to play them you don't have to find all the other people that are playing the games and so it kind of opens it up to a lot more people people that wouldn't necessarily go seek out a magic tournament or a pokemon trading card game tournament or something is Yu-Gi-Oh still going strong oh yeah Yeah, and there is a Yu-Gi-Oh digital version too i was looking at it yeah people yeah people definitely still play Yu-Gi-Oh. I played Yu-Gi-Oh for a bit as a kid. I had the the five parts of the Exodus dude. I, f- I forget what the big thing. Exodia. Exodiac. The Zo- yeah, whatever he is. Exodia. He um, basically, he was basically Voltron. And if you got all of them, you won. How do yeah? How do you win Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, oh, same really. same thing. You just run hit points down. Okay. Um, that's the other thing I like about the digital thing. I was kind of saying is like you can kind of make it. Um, cause there's no like cleanup and stuff like that. Like there's no damage counters online. You don't have to like do like, obviously you want to be doing the math to figure out what you're going to do, but you can kind of just be like, okay, you know, you're dead. Like I don't have to like calculate all the stuff, you know, yeah. uh, it kind of just makes for a smoother experience. Um, and it can't, while it is expensive, if you really want to get into some, some digital card games, um, it's still much cheaper than the physical ones. Yeah. Some physical, like if you want one good uh, magic deck it can cost like three to four hundred dollars yeah where yeah i mean that's it's so to to that kind of point there are a lot of other card games uh so you really enjoy playing legendary right would you consider a game like that to be kind of a or are you thinking more like a collector card game? yeah like a collectible oh game? If there was it, a, a digital like card hand builder, that's kind of what legendary is. Yeah, deck, deck builder. Building, yeah, I would love that. Oh, then you should play Dominion, Neil. Okay, we'll do. Uh, but I think that's a that might have collectible aspects to it, I'm but sure I don't think I can't remember. But Dominion's a lot of fun because there are a lot of like card based board games mm-hmm. like Legendary or Legend of the Five Rings the right. card game. Uh, I'm sure there there's like. Even like dice based ones mm-hmm. too that are 
kind where you of, collect dice. Yeah, yeah. I know there's a Marvel that, what one. What is that one called? Uh, there's. A, I'm looking at my board game shelf right now, and I can't see the dice game. I wonder if Matt took it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh oh no, it's rolled up on the floor there. Uh, but yeah, no, there's crazy, crazy kind of games that are board game based, kind of collectible card games. Hero clicks. Hero clicks. Uh, and I. I wonder kind of how much of that translates over because I mean you do kind of lose some of that because there's I mean there's definitely something to be had about having physical cards I mean there's a bunch of magic cards sitting on the desk here next to us and there's something very like physically like satisfying to hold those cards in your hands while you're playing yeah and it kind of just clicked with me while we're talking about hero clicks like you know when you play hero clicks they're like these little figures that you get those are super cool even just to look at and like have um, that Marvel Battle Lines is kind of, I just realized it's kind of Heroclix based in a way. I do, um, but yeah, in like they have a little, obviously when you put a character on the board, it like has like a little icon and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as like having detail and like the little yeah. thing. And yeah, I mean, it is cool. Um, you know, a lot of work goes into the artwork. Oh yeah. Physically no, yeah. There's, I mean, but, and there's a lot of cool things they can do, like mm-hmm. animating when cards do their effects. Like when you throw down, mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that throws out bombs and his little dynamite sticks come flying out. There's, yeah. I mean, there's definitely that's why something I think to be Hearthstone had there. Hearthstone is like the number one card game because they put a lot into that detail. Yeah, where like the Pokemon card game, you just like here's the card. You you put it down, and if you do a fire, every character that does a fire attack looks exactly the same. Yeah, every. But, I mean, war, e- yeah. even in, in Pokemon, like. The actual Pokemon games, every fire attack looks the same. True. Every true. at least every and bubble beam looks the same. Every f- water gun looks the same. To be fair, every- that game's been around for a long time. And they have thousands and thousands of cards. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they do. I mean, Where Hearthstone, Hearthstone was, has a shit ton of Yeah, but it was too. built from the beginning to yeah. be digital. So yeah. the first round you Yeah, know. but Pokemon Company has a lot of money that they could That's true. I don't know why they don't. Like, if that happened, it would there would just be like a renaissance of the game i feel like no yeah i'm sure it would be it's made me want to go buy them and if you buy the actual physical cards you can transfer them into the game which i think is pretty cool too. yeah have you played any kind of physical card games neil um i had i played a lot of magic when i had a i had a buddy that was moving out of new york uh, and he lived with me for a week or two uh, after his lease was up. And I I had kind of known how to play Magic. I had gone through like the tutorials and the app. And he brought over his box. And he had like seven or eight different decks. And then enough cards to make other ones. And uh, we played that every day. Like, I, that's my thing. I love... Well, I don't mean this as an insult. I think Dan loves... Well, while it can still be highly strategic i think he loves simplicity and quickness and you know a a good fast hard fought battle and then you're done i really enjoy the strategy of a really long magic map match yeah i think digital card games fit like phones and stuff easier too because they're supposed they usually if if it is a digital game it's meant to be quick yes I don't know. Uh, Some of the Pokemon games can get pretty long. Well, I Magic too though can go either way. It really yeah. depends on the decks that people are playing cuz you can have Magic Magic decks that really come on early and they hit hard mm-hmm. and you're done within 20 rounds. Much like a Hearthstone 
normal average Hearthstone game. Yeah. Uh, at one point, an average Hearthstone game was seven turns. Seven. Yeah. yeah. At one point, I don't know if that's true anymore. I'm sure Magic is probably, yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of Magic. I'm sure that it's yeah. short turns. Because, like, red decks, I think, come out hard and fast. Yeah. And blue decks, maybe, even. But, like, you can also have, like, green and black decks, which mm-hmm. are very much a slow burn. Like, here are, I'm building up towards summoning huge monsters later mm-hmm. versus a bunch of small monsters. Right. It's like few big monsters. I have a question. I don't know if anyone can answer it. So Magic has had like a digital version for quite some time. Mm-hmm. You get it on your phone. It would be like Magic 2015, Magic 2016, whatever, for Xbox, for phones, yeah. I think. Does anyone know why Magic Arena is different? Um, Because they wanted to do something more like what Pokemon is doing. Um, I don't think that if you get a Magic pack, you get all the cards online. But they're not making any more. They're not making an annual Magic app. It will now be Magic Arena or Magic. Is it Arena or Duels? Duels was before Arena. Duels is arena. a whole other thing, I think. Yeah, Arena's the new one that's in beta. You can only get it on PC right now. They're it's trying to make one digital Magic app to ru- to rule them all. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> one that will be legacy and evolve with the deck with yeah. with like because I played a lot of the app and the tough thing about magic is that it's still give them credit they hold true to their cards but a lot of magic cards are very complicated where you have oh, three yes. or different options yeah. and phones aren't great at clicking on the little text or exactly knowing how to do like these advanced card techniques that you get right. um, yeah. so a lot of times you cast like your 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 ground quake on landfall on the wrong thing or blah 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 and also the their entire roster of magic cards is not available. Um, there are certain ones that they just didn't. So are they make just building digital. this to kind of just be like their version of Hearthstone in a way? That's just how I understand. Quicker, it. simpler. I doubt. I doubt that they're trying to make it quicker, quicker or simpler. Um. Because, I mean, they put they put so much work into that card game. Right. There are new expansions every six months, I think, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And each expansion is, like, 400 cards or something ridiculous. Because, I mean, they have six, eight decks. Right. Or eight separate decks. And each deck has to have, like, a huge amount of cards to it to be right. added to it. And I don't and know if every he- expansion has every deck color in it or not mm-hmm. but i know that most of them have a bunch of the different deck colors like Each when expansion we... usually includes also not not to random uh sorry to interrupt you but they also include like a totally new mechanic yeah that yeah, hasn't that's... been in any other deck ever yeah, yeah that's what that's same with hearthstone i mean they don't have as big of things but they do three a year now i don't know i haven't played in a while yeah but it was three each one had about 200 cards yeah and the new mechanic always came and yeah, no. So a lot of a lot of magic is it, there's a lot of cards, a shit ton of cards, mm-hmm. uh, and so many rules. And I think to put that into a to code that into a thing is difficult because there's a lot of like rules in magic, and then there's a lot of cards that usurp kind of rules. Right. Yeah. Very much a specific beats general kind of rule set, uh, where specific cards will have text on them that right. usurps the kind of general rules yeah. of the game which is pretty it's, common in 
Yeah, in most card games. Yeah. It's hard to, I think, kind of code that in in a way that makes sure that everything kind of interacts nice with everything. So gotcha. I think probably some cards that do some of the more crazy stuff or maybe they don't seem like they're that crazy, but to code it in is more difficult. So it's Well, if you played Magic Arena and you listen, let us know exactly what yeah. you're doing with it. It's been a long time since I've played any kind of digital Magic game. Is it still on... It's on the App Store? Magic Arena is only available for PC right now. Right. What about okay. duels or anything? I think all duels the other stuff is, on is phone. available yeah. for phones. Um, Xbox has a couple Yeah. Um, also, and they're usually free. Yeah, I think so. They're fun. I mean, It's like, if you like Magic or you like digital card games, mm-hmm. then check the, them out. But. The thing for me is the reason I'm enjoying um, Marvel Battle Lines, the reason I'm enjoying Pokemon, the trading card game, is I played... A quite a bit of magic on the xbox um and i like magic i'm not yeah. against it or anything and i and i like it'll go magic it, along, but i played it quite a bit but the reason i like the pokemon trading card game and the marvel battle lines is so many card games that you play really focus on the same like um formula of here's the person's minions you have to get past those minions and hurt the other player yeah that both well, in Battle Battle Lines, you are attacking the other person. You have to, like, create lines to do it. In Pokemon Trading Card game, like, you don't have health or anything like that. You're trying to beat... You run through their deck, right? Uh, you can run through their deck. You can kill, make it so they have no Pokemon. Or you have six um, prize cards. And if you take all... Every time you kill, knock out a Pokemon, you pick up one up. So, like, that's just, like, refreshing to me, even though it is one of the older... Trading card games, it's refreshing to me to be like, oh, I'm not just doing what all yeah, the other ones are doing. Just trying to hit face and because, uh, yeah, because Hearthstone Arena and Shadowverse, I believe, is like that. And there's one called Eternal that I played for a while that's very much like Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, that I was like, man, Elder Scrolls Legends is the same way. Yeah, but although Elder Scrolls Legends has uh, the lanes, yeah, it's interesting. So, um, when you put put minions down, you have to choose which lane they go in. And people will affect everything in the other lane, not in this, and everything in this lane, you know. So, that's so it's kind of, kind of a Gwent That's a lot like Gwent. Of. Yeah, but you're still attacking face, where I think Gwent is... I can't remember how to play Gwent. Um, I never really liked it that much. Gwent's more like a take rock, paper, scissors kind of thing. Right. Where you have three rounds, and you have 20 cards, I think. Uh, you have very small decks, uh, right. and... You have three rounds, and each round that you win is a point. In the first to two points wins. Right. So and you have to like stack them in certain. Yeah, yeah there's like the front points. lines, yeah. medium lines, and then the back lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything in the front lines against front lines counters each other. Uh, anything in the middle lines that say like that each card like says like what line they counter against. And so, like, yeah, you can put in an archer that shoots like your ba- the opponent's back lines or whatever. Right, stuff. right, okay. Or a catapult that shoots their front lines. And you, that's a point-based system, though. Yeah, yeah. So and it's on very top much of that, a, you have like action cards and stuff too. Yeah, you have things that can ch- like completely negate the front lines yeah. or the back lines or whatever. I remember being interesting. I just remember not getting into it as much. If, yeah. if we want to talk about the blend of. Our, our podcast being about video games and this episode being about digital card games, CD Projekt Red does it so well. 
Like, I didn't... When I started playing The Witcher, I was like, I don't want to learn. I, they were like, do you want to learn how to play Gwent? I was like, fuck, no, just let me go kill monsters. This is awesome. Like, just monsters, just monsters. Then eventually I found a guy who was very upfront, I think, about the reward I would get if I beat him. It's like, oh, I guess I got to beat him at Gwent. And then I loved that game. I Have got you gotten super... into the standalone version at all? No, I haven't. Uh, but part of what I was getting to is part of the part of the the downfall of that was that it, it had taken me so long in game to get into Gwent. I realized that there were cards that I couldn't get anymore because they made them part of story missions with characters who had died and stuff like that. And at like it was collecting a, it it was collectibles inside of a inside of a video game but it wasn't just oh cool look at this trophy i got it was very much like oh this it's you know it's a pokemon card it's a magic card oh yeah it's like, definitely it's definitely Geralt playing pokemon trading card game oh speaking it's, of that. it scratched so many itches that i didn't even knew i had uh you know what the first digital trading card game was pokemon trading card game pokemon trading game card boy. game for the game boy <laughs> yeah. i was gonna i was gonna talk about that earlier uh, that, i remember playing that game a bunch and yeah I remember not understanding it at all and somehow still getting really far by just push, pressing, pressing A. <laughs> That's funny. Because I knew how to play Pokemon Trading Card Game. I had no really idea how well. to. I made my mom play with me all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I loved that game. And I yeah. was like, this is great. And they never made another one. I always wanted them to make another one after more cards came out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that game a bunch and just kind of, like, did you very much just walk around like a Pokemon character mm-hmm. and just challenge people to card battles yeah that's um, all i remember i remember getting stuck in the water the water gym all right i feel like i would just go make whatever deck killed them and yeah i didn't well. know how to play it though and yeah. didn't have the internet at that point in my life so <laughs> um yeah and i even know like speaking of so like that's a game like if you just play through you just get all the cards you know yeah there's also a fable trading card game i'm using quotes because uh. i'm pretty sure if you buy the game you just have all the cards that's, I mean, that's not a bad idea. It's yeah, not a bad I haven't w- it's, played it. It's just like a self-contained card game. Interesting, but. yeah. It's like, but yeah, that's it's not Fable day. Fortunes, is it? Let me see what it's called. There, yes, Fable they Fortune. Had, oh, I did not like it. Granted, I'm not the best judge of it, but yeah. Like, I played Hearthstone, and I liked Hearthstone. I liked Magic. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get into it. Yeah, because you played a lot of the solo content in Hearthstone, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, that is one of the big things about a lot of card games, and Hearthstone specifically is so PvP-based that, like, you almost have to spend money to get good cards. There are a lot of really good Pv. Not There are a lot of good single-player modes in... I was going to say PvE, but it's yeah. not PvE in yeah. a card game. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of good single-player modes in Hearthstone, though. Yeah, they and they come out... They've been doing better with them, and they've been coming out with more. But once you're done, you're kind of done you know yeah. it just a lot of those are kind of locked behind paywall so some of the early ones at yeah least. then they started doing for free and now i guess they've reverted and they're having people pay again yeah and like the, the newest pay one there's no card rewards like it's just to have the <laughs> thing because people missed it yeah i don't i'm not quite sure i've been out of it for maybe a year almost a year yeah it was I think probably exactly about a year because yeah. you stopped playing right before we started. I had about where I it wasn't played after you like started. a day in a couple months. It might have been after we started podcasting you stopped. Yeah. Damn yeah. went clear, guys. Well, because I was just, I mean, I've said this a million times on the podcast. Just, I played so much 
of that game that I just didn't play any other games. Yeah. And I was like, I miss playing other games. Yeah. Like, so I just had to be like, I'm not buying anymore. Like, I'm not, you know. So. Just one more pack. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, I needed, like, I liked having the cards to, first off, keep up with the meta and have the cards to build the decks that were good. And second, to have enough cards to just, like, Turn experiment and yeah. play whatever I wanted, oh, yeah. you know. Because sometimes I was like, well, what about this deck, you know? Like, I used to do everything in that game. Yeah. So I would, you know, I would build the meta decks and try to climb ladder, and then I would also just be like, all right, let's play Paladin. I think the highest I ever got was, like, 15. Yeah. Yeah, that makes the best sense. That's about about where people are like, I'm either going to go for it or, all right, I'm about done now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do they have, like, the, the floors? When you played, so yeah. when you hit fifteen, you couldn't go under fifteen anymore. Oh, like ever? Yeah, not ever for that season for the month. Yes, yeah. I think that changed. I don't think everything. I ever got to that point yeah. after they changed it. But okay. well, because yeah, because like that was the best. So uh, twenty, fifteen, ten, five, and legend. Once you hit those, you couldn't go below. So like my favorite thing, you know, I'd, you'd start at 17 or 18 whatever i was when i started and i get to 15 and as soon as i hit 15 i like switch to a fun deck see how far i could get and as i started losing i'd switch to a meta deck get to 10 as soon as i hit 10 i'd mess around again like it was a nice little like oh now it's mess around time and you'd run into everybody else who was also doing that (laughs) (laughs) so you just see decks you never saw before that was the best I mean that's a cool that's a cool kind of mechanic too. Yeah, encourage whether or not they intended it that way to encourage people to Experiment, monkey around. Yeah, because like I can't lose ranking. Yeah. So let's just have fun at this point. Yeah. So and towards the end of the month, you just you know if you were like oh, I didn't get past five, you'd just be in the bottom of five, just seeing the craziest <laughs> stuff. Because last day of the month, no one's getting that far. We yeah. all know where we're at. <laughs> but that's the time you play your meta deck and then just roll, <laughs> roll <kids>. people. <laughs> Sometimes that would happen. And by the way, if you don't, I think we've said it on the podcast before, but meta is kind of just like the trends in a game. Yeah. So like any, mostly any competitive game. So like if you're playing meta, you're kind of playing what peop, the community considers to be the best deck or in Hearthstone the, the best. Like, yeah, the like no, optimal, sorry, uh, the optimal play. Right. So in Overwatch, the perfect six characters and that strategy and in card games, it's that deck and things like that. So um, there's anti-meta if you play the one that beats the optimal one yeah. and off-meta and all kinds of stuff. So um, Most effective what's, tactics what's, available. Yeah. It's an acronym, meta. I don't know oh, if wow. it's a backronym or not, but it's most effective tactics available. I know about meta, but you guys didn't explain what. Uh, face. Oh, face. So in, in Hearthstone, because that's just the way I know, you have minions and you have like your hero. Um, it is the same with magic. So in Hearthstone, you get to choose. In magic, you don't get to choose. It's it's different. In Hearthstone, the attacker chooses who to attack. In magic, you defensive. It's a defensive game. So face is the hero or the care the player. So when you attack them, they lose HP. When they hit zero, you win. Um, but you might have to fight their minions also. Yeah, it's called face because it's just a picture of their face. Picture of their attacking. face. Yeah, on in the yeah. in the game. It's like rolling face. Rolling Just, face. I think that's a thing, right? I don't know. I don't know. Tacking face. Yeah. Um, one of the things that's interesting about digital card games Bumping is uglies. that you can, because uh, you're talking about how many like rules and stuff that If you're really bad at you suck face. 
I'm not listening to it all. Or if you, or if you suck face, isn't that like making out? Like, isn't that? Oh, there's sucking face. Yeah, yeah the bleach is making out. Yeah. Um, in uh, like Magic and Pokemon, because it's physical, when you play a card and it says deal ten damage, it's always just gonna be ten damage. Where in Hearthstone and Marvel Battle Lines that are only digital, you can have a thing that says deal anywhere between ten and twenty damage, and there's kind of like a random numbers generator behind the scenes there's some of that stuff in magic though with dice you roll a dice, dice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um but i don't yeah, know how is, i don't know how much they do that anymore but yeah uh, that's what one of the biggest criticisms of hearthstone was at times they were optimizing that well just the fact like why like that's so annoying to be like oh do i win or not it, oh. this will do between five and ten damage to the hero and they yeah. have six yeah. Like, if I roll five, I'm just going to feel like I got cheated. Like, why doesn't the card just say, you know, people don't like, people don't like RNG, random number generators. Yeah. For sure. But I always thought that was fun. Yeah. Like, you know, you never knew. They would, you know, they had cards that would say, like, oh, deal this much damage and then summon one to four imps on your side. And you didn't really know. So sometimes you felt like you kind of got screwed. But that was a way that in Hearthstone, they kind of aimed for, like, decks to kind of hang around 50% win rate so you kind of like win or lose like a, a 60% win rate win rate deck in Hearthstone is really really good where in Pokemon trading card game online I bought what was considered one of the best decks for the mode and I went like 13-0 and 0. <laughs> just because that game is built differently and if it does what it does you just kind of win yeah so the um it's also fun because uh, there's been a lot of smaller like card games that are sillier. Uh, Adventure Time has a digital card game. I cannot remember what it's called, but that was fun too. I recommend that. Um, I remember I was on a trip and I played that for a minute. Um, and then you, what's you don't even watch Adventure Time? Nope. I mean I've watched it. I'm not like a huge fan, but I've seen a good amount. Um, there's also oh it's also a uh, I think it's called a real adventure time card game. There's also oh sorry card wars there we go, and I guess there's a physical version of that also. And then what's the cartoon one that uh that has um, Family Guy and Cleveland Show and Animation oh, Domination? The, and, yeah, yeah. That one doesn't have like any strategy to it, but it's fun. No. Is it a card game? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, did you play that one, Neil? Yeah, I lost. That was so not fun. Oh, no, it's fun for, like, a day because, like, there's no strategy. I feel like you just flip the top. I can't remember exactly what it is, but there's no positioning. That's what it is. There's no positioning. So whatever you play just automatically goes all the way to the right. So it's like. Yeah, it's just, like, win, 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 lose until you have enough, like, daily rewards to be better, and then win, 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 and then mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. yeah. Um. And there's only one more on here that I don't think I talked about. It was Duelist. That was like one that was like a card game and also like, um, it's kind of like Marvel Battle Lines now, but you put characters on the board mm-hmm. with your with your cards and they'd move around and deal damage that way. So, I don't know. There's so many. I know that Switch has a whole bunch of free ones. Someone, I think Kotaku just put out a list of the top five digital card games on Switch. Yeah. Which is where Pokemon should go. They just don't, they just don't, they don't hold any kind of magic for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoy playing magic kind of in the face when I was playing it mm -hmm. with and I never did any kind of serious magic. It was no, always just we with played friends. a lot for a little bit. It was always just with friends and stuff. And when everyone else kind of fell off it, I fell off it and it was very much a short lived fad for us. But And that's the reason why I like the digital ones, because if suddenly everyone's like, Ah, I don't want to play anymore, I'm like, All right, fine. Yeah. I'll go play by myself. Yeah, I I, I don't know, I just don't uh, it, yeah. I mean card games are they're fun. I like the rules, I like kind of the interplay of different cards messing with each other and stuff. Mm. And I think there's a lot to it. It's just I don't it's not a they're very much a hobby. Mm -hmm. Card games are very much a hobby, and they just don't hold much for me as a hobby. I don't think I'll ever get into another one like I did Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I do like Marvel Battlelines a lot, but it's it's because so much of it is not PvP. I don't like have this urge to be like, oh, I need another card deck. I like. Yeah. I've never looked up any decks. I've just been kind of having fun doing what I'm doing. Um, and I'm sure in a while I'll kind of get tired. It kind of does. It's not super bad because everything kind of unlocks like yeah. every couple levels. Here, here's a new mode. Try it out. And so you're not like just like overwhelmed right at the beginning. But when I open the thing in the morning, it's like, play your daily arena. Play your daily challenge. Play your daily. Like, it wants you to play all the modes like at least once a day. I know that's going to tire on me. Yeah. And uh, then I'll probably eventually fall off. But yeah, they're always... They're always fun to me. Maybe another one will come out, like Hearthstone. I just think they did it kind of the best in the digital world. Mm -hmm. um, and there's not a physical version of that. But, you know, I like them. They're always fun to play around with, at yeah. least. No, I, I I would agree that I think Hearthstone is definitely the best. Uh, maybe even of, like, physical card games as well. I mean, Magic is a huge game. It's so rules-heavy. It's hard to get into. Mm. There's, it takes like actual referees yeah. at tournaments to kind of parse out the rules and stuff. Yeah. We so, have a friend that was a referee. Oh, really? Jason Carlin. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a very, a very intense game. And I mean, th there's a reason that people enjoy those kinds of games. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's, I mean, it's a good thing. I think the other thing that's hard is when I was in Hearthstone, I was putting so much money and time into it. Even like playing Elder Scrolls, my whole thing was like, I don't, I can't learn a whole nother one right you yeah. know what i mean because yeah. there are so many rules and yeah. so much money and so many cards and you have to know like what deck does my enemy have what mm -hmm. are they more likely to play like yeah. i can't learn a whole nother meta basically yeah yeah i mean there's a lot like i said there each rule has a specific or each card has a specific rules that it may mm -hmm. either enforce or break right and so it's hard to kind of know how everything's going to interplay with each other right this all sounds like our conversation about getting into MOBAs. Yeah, it's very much like that, because, like, we talk about Overwatch, you know, there's how many characters now? 23? Yeah. yeah. So, like, as you play, you kind of know, like, all right, this character's really good against this character, this character's really good against this character, whatever. But then you have a game that has thousands of cards, Yeah. and you gotta start thinking, okay, like, now I have to think about what deck they have, but not even what deck, but version of that deck. Mm -hmm. And what do they have in their hand? And what are they going to play? And what do I have that counters that? And you have to know that for every other deck in the meta yeah. to be any kind of good. Yeah, but the meta, the meta decks are usually only from a pool of, like, what, 400 cards at most. True, but there's still a lot to yeah. wrap your head around about what's what are their moves going to be, like what, yeah. you know. I mean, that's 400 vocabulary cards, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. 
then then you have to be like, well, I have to hold this card until they play this card, and you have to know that for so many different cards and decks, and it it can get really intense. So, I felt when I was playing Hearthstone, I felt like, well, this is the one I'm gonna do, and so I never really got into as many. Yeah, which I think is a fair sentiment to have. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, that's uh, you know, maybe I'll try like Elder Scrolls Legends again now that I'm not. And maybe that's probably maybe that's the problem that Artifact has is that there is kind of peak saturation of, and I mean, part of it too was that they were like "Mm, Dota, 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 Artifact, yeah, yeah, (laughs) which is not a way to promote your card side side sidestep game, but yeah, for sure. And people think, and I think people just have this feeling um, because we were talking, you know, we've been talking about loot boxes and stuff like that, yeah. you can't avoid loot boxes in card games, so people it's collectible card games, so people really feel like they're kind of a money grab. Yeah. Um, which but part of the thing I like about it is the collection. Um, I know it, it is all digital, but you know it's like music or whatever. I still have them in a way, yeah. but um, it's definitely not as cool as having a big book of cards. But I also don't have like we we've already talked about all the pros. I don't have the carry it around with me i don't have, you have to, to clean it up you don't yeah, have to yeah. shuffle it you know have to go down to the road to find people to play put it in sleeves and it does degrade yeah yeah that is the other thing is when you have a collectible card game that is physical when you're done with the cards you can sell them where with the digital ones you can get like digital currency but you're not getting your money back yeah whatever you actually spent so um i say try them just if you want to spend eight hundred dollars on it, don't let me stop you. But don't spend more money than you can than you can afford, guys. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened to people for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite story was a guy who got drunk and he spent enough money to buy a full golden collection of cards. So most digital card or most card games just have like special versions of cards mm-hmm. that holographic. Holographic cards. Uh, are... So Hearthstone's is golden. Uh, he got drunk and he spent uh, twenty five hundred dollars in order to get a full golden collection in Hearthstone and woke up with a full golden collection. <laughs> you, I'd have to be very, very, <laughs> yeah. very yeah. drunk. Some people don't handle it well. Or very rich. Right. I think the worst thing I've ever done is uh, in my early earlier college days, I gave a homeless guy a $100 bill. So at least somebody benefited from it. <laughs> it wasn't just me buying myself garbage. And that's not that much money, really. I I don't know. You, you were drunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went in my like I didn't realize I had given it to him till like later the next day. Like looked at my wallet like and, and had like that remembered. flashback <laughs> of like handing it to him. Be like, here you go, bro. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> oh no. I was, it was on the bridge on Michigan by where where the big crank guy now is. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, but a hundred dollars was a lot to me back then. Yeah, too, for sure. But I was like, yeah, that's a lot of. He's got for it that, now. Man. Yeah, no kidding. Whatever you do. Uh, I think my worst. I think I bought like a five hundred dollar tent as a present for someone. Nice as a wedding present for my best friend. So it was a nice thing, but. And it was kind of half planned, I would say. So sorry, I was looking at the list of digital card games. Animation Throwdown is what it's called. The Quest for Cards. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there's so Oh, Animation many. Domination's the name of their like Sunday night block. Yeah. yeah. Uh there's there's so many Card Hunters, Card Monsters, Cartoon Orbit, Cron X. Oh, Clash of Chronics. Cron X. Chronics. 
Is it about weed? Uh, Clash of Clans. Uh, Clash of Cards. I'm assuming that's like a Clash of Clans spinoff. Fable Fortune. Well, yep, that's the one we're talking about. I, Sorry. I think we, we went on our rant uh, in I think we're the done. dumbest <laughs> thing we spent money on. So I think we're done. And your list, your list isn't interesting. Sorry, I'm just clicking through. Okay, here we go. So under M, this is all I wanted to point out. Magic Duels, Magic the Gathering Arena, Magic the Gathering Duels of the Planeswalkers, Magic the Gathering Online, Magic the Gathering Chandelar. So they have five different versions of Magic. Online. Yeah. So there you go. Sign there us off, Dan. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. Uh, Titanfall has one. And uh, we'll be back next week. If you have a card game that you like uh, or just you want to s- tell us what you spent your money on on accident or on purpose, Hit us try, up. Still trying to think of like, because that tent, I was planning on buying that <laughs> GameGoosePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Neil, you got anything to say before we go? Love you. Bye. Uh, you can spend money on whatever you want. That was so Just fast, remember that Neil, some I'm people so do drugs. I'm so proud of you, Neil. You were on top of it. You were ready for it. <laughs> Clinton, are you ready for it? What are we doing? Saying goodbye. We have to leave? We have to go. Oh. Uh, Guys, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Goodbye.